This is Eric Rutan of Cannibal Corpse. You are listening to the Scars and Guitars podcast with Andrew McKay-Smith. Greetings, everybody. Thanks so much for joining me. I've got a conversation featuring the members of Belgian death metal outfit Carnation to share with you. This is a chat that occurred aboard the 70,000 Tons of Metal Cruise, the 2024 edition. Of course, we talk all about the boat, the cruise, and find out what Carnation is all about. I mentioned throughout the chat that these guys have the honor of being the earliest band that I've ever seen. It was about a quarter past five or thereabouts in the morning when I witnessed them play quite a superb set, I must say. So here they are, the members of Carnation. First of all, congratulations. I watched you set at five in the morning. Yeah, I was one of the people in the crowd then. I hadn't heard of you guys before, but I was keen, I was interested. And wow, what band rocks out like you guys at five in the bloody morning? It's great to hear, yeah. Cheers. How's the, uh, it's, has it been an enjoyable experience for you? There you go. Yeah, of course. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's awesome. Yeah. It's, it's a four day party. It's, it's yeah. so cool to be here. Yeah. Um, a lot of sun, which we don't have right now <laughs> in Europe. So we're not complaining. Yeah. I was just explaining to somebody in the uh, the lift of American for that this is cooler than home for me. Oh, really? It's about five degrees cooler. Yeah. Whoa. Wow. And the okay. humidity isn't as much because I'm in Queensland. So it's, uh, mm-hmm. it's yeah. tropi- subtropical, which is merging into tropical. So same as here, but we're in summer. Oh, okay. So there you go, you know, but... Uh, it's a winter vacation for you. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> when we left Belgium, we had snow. So yeah. Yeah. you can yeah. tell the difference. So yeah. How do the planes take off? Do they take off in the snow? Is that how it works? I mean, obviously they must, otherwise... Yeah, it, it, it <laughs> we didn't come by cars. So. Yeah. <laughs> That's the thing. Yeah. They have like uh, big trucks that like, clean uh, the snow away and stuff on the, yeah. on the airfield. So I guess it's normal for you guys. For someone like me, I'd be like, well, what the hell is going on? <laughs> you know, what's going on? You know, so. But that, that's, that's a good point about um, the tropics and subtropics. We went on to land, Puerto Plata. What did you think? Um, do you mean like the weather or do you mean like the area? Because, oh, the area, yeah. yeah. We, you went inland. Yeah, yeah, I went into into the village after we after we sat down in the into the resort. Like yeah. we went to the pool and we said, yeah, we were like sunbathing for a little while. Yeah. Some got back in and uh, our son guy and I we thought like, yeah, let's explore like the the village because that's mm-hmm. actually the real Puerto Plata, I guess. Yeah. Um. So yeah, we went in there and it was as expected, of course. Like, uh, um, yeah mostly poor people of course yeah unfortunately, unfortunately but we really wanted to see like what's really behind yes. these walls and stuff so yeah it's different the resort is really nice but it's like a theme park actually compared to what's real so yeah. so it's as pros and cons i guess it's so true though but outside of western europe north america a lot of parts of australia that's what the world looks like yeah all yeah. across asia all across africa yeah, a lot of parts of South America, it looks like that. Mm-hmm, yeah, I know what you're saying. Yeah, because I saw a little bit of it too. Yeah, so mm-hmm. yeah, but that's the real. Good on you for checking out the real aspect. Yeah. of it, you know. So, mm-hmm. so, cursed mortality. That's the name of the newish album. Is this November? Yeah, November. Yeah. so it's quite new still, I guess. Okay, and you're playing a full set tonight. Is that right? We're playing six out of eight songs from the album tonight, and then we're adding a couple from the from the first two albums, but mostly new album. Yeah. I have seen some of your t-shirts on the fans. 
Oh, really? Yeah, cool. yeah. So oh, have you cool. had people coming up? Have you converted people? Have they said, you know, said, I saw you and you were great? That, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, we had a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also the the merchandise, the shirts from Curse Mortality, uh, Mortality were already sold out. Yeah, we didn't know. Wow. That's <laughs> huge. So I think we, yeah. I think we convinced quite a lot of people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So yeah. Brutal Death Metal has a bright future. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, going back, th- I'm 45, so going back, say, 30 years ago, 25 years ago, when the musicians were 20, 21, you never thought they'd be like 51, sometimes 61, and yeah. still doing it. But that's mm-hmm. what's happening, isn't it? It's yeah. a full forward industry almost, isn't it, at the moment? And you guys are proof of that. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. It just won't die. Let's squash it to death. Yeah. Australia, have you got much mail from us over the years? Oh, we've got on quite a few messages from people in Australia who have been asking us to to come over but it's it's quite tricky so mm. as you know it's very hard for bands to get there and to tour there everything is so far apart as well yeah so uh yeah we'd love to do it though yeah we'd yeah, love to do it but mm-hmm. any yeah. chance that we could get we would do it but it's not been easy to create a plan that, that would work for us for there so. yeah it's probably best off with a package yeah. two or three bands that's yeah, usually the way it works you yeah know? yeah usually the way it happens but yeah no, i'll be happy to fly the flag for you guys when i get back home that's for sure of course thank, thank you, you. Uh, but your success does hint at something else i feel like as though belgium extreme metal is coming of age in some respects i mean you've got definitely two bands there's probably more but you guys aren't aborted mm-hmm. but is there a really strong scene in belgium at the moment yeah i guess uh the past five years it was growing like Really quite hard, yeah, quite mm-hmm. rapidly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, not only the like the death metal bands, but metal in yeah. general in, in Belgium mm-hmm. is doing quite well. Like you got these bands like Evil Invaders yeah. are doing really great. So yeah, and a lot of others. So it's yeah, yeah, yeah. cool. Is there is there a bit of a barrier to leaving Belgium? Mm, I would I would say the barrier is mostly leaving Europe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I yeah. think a lot of like the last five years, I think more and more Belgian bands are playing all around Europe. I would say before those five years, it was harder for Belgian bands to get out of Belgium, but I think they found a way now to play all over Europe. But leaving those borders is, is more difficult, especially places like Australia or, or North America are mm. quite difficult to, to tour if you're from Belgium or maybe Europe, I would say. Mm. Um, we had the chance to tour in Brazil and in Japan, so we, we were able to go there. And that was great for us. Yeah. And we're always looking for new opportunities to, to do like Australia or North America, but those have been proving to be more challenging to, to coordinate. So, yeah. 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 You were seasoned of mist, am I correct? Yeah. You're saying that? That's okay. Yeah. As obviously the relationship is a solid one because you only released an album in, in November, so I get that. But to break into North America, would that mean potentially looking at, say, partnering with Metal Blade or someone like that? I, I don't think. I think it's more about writing, finding the right touring partner. Yeah. I think the label, because we sell quite well actually in, in outside of Europe. Yeah. Uh, so I think the label is doing what they can in that regard. So I think it's just finding the right touring partner. Yeah. That's been pretty difficult. That's so true, because it's the same in Australia. You don't break large in Australia unless you tour, but that's like everywhere. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So true, yeah. Um, your ideal touring partner then, if you could put together your perfect tour, who would be on it? <laughs> 
way maybe, too many bands. Yeah, <laughs> many, but maybe a band like Opeth or yeah, we him if we can dream, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 do that. So we can uh, convince a lot of new people, you know, mm -hmm. yeah. that are not only listening to death metal but also to to more other stuff. Yeah. And yeah. a band like Opeth or Behemoth, yeah, they're, they're they have like a wide range of fans, wide audience, and yeah, I think we can convince a lot of those fans so that would be great for yeah. us yeah. yeah arriving doing something like 70,000 tons of metal does that feel like you've been embraced by the extreme metal communities like is this the moment for you guys in a way well I would say we definitely have a good time here and we convince a lot of people yeah people that don't really get the opportunity to, to see us in, in Europe mm. I mean for example at the meeting we there were a lot of people from from Mexico and <laughs> yeah. from from the states and from Chile, Chile and, and yeah. mm -hmm. they never had any opportunity to see us live before. So it's it's a really great opportunity for us to reach new people and new audiences that uh, yeah. didn't have the chance before. Then they buy the t-shirt and spread the word when they yeah. go back to gigs in their own country. That's yeah, exactly generally how it works, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Interesting tour story. Now, I know you guys have been road dogs for a while, so I have an art. This is the only band that I'm going to ask this question on, actually. So, can you share with me an interesting tour story? Oh. Can be not safe for work, can be totally disgusting. <laughs> Go for it. <laughs> Any so, good ideas? <laughs> I'm thinking. There definitely are plenty. Yeah. You are the right band. What would be appropriate? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it's only going on YouTube. Just Deb Brad, everybody will see it. So, you know. It's a hard one. Uh, we have some fun in Brazil. Yeah. <laughs> it's, not, it's actually not that hard, but yeah. <laughs> what do you really want to tell <laughs> people? <Yeah. laughs> oh, man. I mean, the first time we were in Japan, for example, it was, uh, was absolutely, it was like crazy. Like, we were living on alcohol and, and, and only alcohol pretty much so it was yeah. like and no sleep five days of, no sleep. of insanity that was also our, our first actual tour yeah. right first so yeah we, we didn't learn yet how to pace ourselves and we oh, were just yeah. going into the fun i think in the we spent 10 days there maybe or seven mm. you are something over all those days i think we slept like 10 or 12 hours or something yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. We always felt like we were on a boat because we didn't see yeah. enough. We were just yeah. thinking all the time and we yeah. learned how to tour from that tour, yeah. I think. But yeah. then three years later we came back to Japan and then we were like, okay, now we're going to do it calmly and we're just going to try and see everything and stuff and then enjoy it because yeah. the, the time before was was really, really fun, but it was crazy yeah. <laughs> it was with the, with the guys from skeletal remains yeah. yeah they're uh, good friends of us yeah and yeah when we come together it's like party influence yeah that's a bit in a good way yeah, yeah. yeah. are really intense yeah yeah, yeah gotcha <laughs> what, what about so collectively i can tell it's a tight-knit band you guys got a great vibe okay so in terms of your greatest aspiration for the band what would that be I mean, I think if I can speak for all of us, that we would really love to tour North America. That's one of our priorities at the moment. Mm. It's like we've been trying that for quite a while, but it's it's difficult. Mm. And but I think we're gonna keep working on it until we can make it happen. Mm. Uh, so that's like an aspiration, like one of our the first ones that we want to accomplish. Uh, longer term, I mean, 
want to keep growing the band and, and, and see where we can, we can we can take it. So yeah, more festivals in Europe, try and get to Australia, for example, yeah. and, and yeah. return to South America would also be, be mm-hmm. really great because we yeah. did Brazil once, but we weren't able to do the other countries. So if we can yeah. go there again, yeah, yeah it's just, Reach as many people as possible. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And keep on taking it forward. This is your job. This is what you want to do with your lives, with your career. So it's, well, it's, it's just we really want this band to, to, to grow and, and to 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 be able to make it as big as we can to mm. because that's really what we love to do and, and really enjoy being able to work on this. So yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you feel like do you guys feel collectively like as though the extreme metal scene is getting like bigger? I actually think so. Yeah, yeah I think so. Yeah. If you see, like, at the festivals in Europe, they always grow bigger or grow bigger each year. Uh, yeah. More and more people attend. So I think, uh, yeah, extreme metal is doing very well. I think. And and also yeah. like last year, so many death metal albums came out. There was yeah. like, <clears throat> I think it was yeah. the biggest death metal year in, in like five or, or five or ten years. Maybe it was like so many releases from from death metal bands. So it's very active. Yeah, even this cruise is like a statement for it, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Full yeah, right. of people yeah. like it's very expensive to go on this cruise. It's yeah. every time it's uh, it's fuller. So yeah. I think. Yeah, it's it's hard for us in Australia to judge because we just don't get it. We get some of the bands, but we don't have any festivals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. The so yeah. the festivals tend to be the litmus test. Like I can see how popular extreme metal is here, yeah. but is it a once-off or what have you? Like it's that's why yeah. I ask the question. Yeah. See, so. Yeah. Well, there you go. The fellas from Belgian Outfit. Car Nation. There are many more conversations that were conducted aboard 70,000 tons of metal, and you can check them out by looking at my channel on YouTube or Spotify or whatever the podcasting app you might be listening via. But over at scarsandguitars.com, I've created a link 70,000 tons, and you can check out chats with the members of bands such as Angra, Blood Red Throne, In Human Condition, My Dying Bride, and Eternal, Scar Symmetry. Sodom, the Halo Effect, Tigers of Pantang, Unleashed, and you just heard from Carnation then. So there you go. All right, my name's Andrew Mackay-Smith, and I'm the host of the Scars and Guitars podcast. Until the next one, it's a goodbye for now.